This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Inside access to the National Football League. NFL insider Jason Lockonfora, Ravens insider Ken Wyman. Joining us now, the former Hall of Fame coach Bill Cowher, Boomer Esiason, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay, and the host of BFD. That's Baltimore Football Daily, Tim. Barbales, the league at large. Sponsored by New Look Home Design. Need a new roof? Call New Look Home Design. Save 50% on roofing materials plus 0% financing until 2024. Visit newlookhomedesign.com or call 800 279 5300. 105.7 Fan. Uh, well, first of all, I think Sean's um, one of the best coaches to ever coach this game. He's intense, he's focused. Uh, He's such a great teacher of the game. And so all of us are learning uh, every day, you know, more information, you know, just uh, learning how to play the game the right way, how to practice at the highest level. And that's what we're focused on right now. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an honor to obviously, you know, put on the pads and put on the jersey and, and just uh, get to do what I love to do. That was Russell Wilson giving Sean Payton, throwing him so many flowers. He didn't even drop a Broncos country. Let's ride. Nah, maybe that's, that maybe he's, you think uh, that's done? alertly put that in the past <laughs> along with anything associated with the 2022 denver broncos that nathaniel hackett who i can't wait to hear from in a couple minutes um mismanaged look there 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 is a massive divide between that bush league caliber coaching staff last year and what sean payton brings with him the moment he steps in the building i can tell you unequivocally before sean payton was done coaching in new orleans but when it was clear that drew Brees was nearing the end and as rumors were circulating, and not even rumors because it was based in reality, of Russ um, being closer to the end in Seattle than the beginning, there was a mutual admiration society between these two guys. And I know very <laughs> for a fact that Sean Payton really wanted to work with Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson really wanted to work with Sean Payton. But the Saints had a world of salary cap issues. Sean Payton already had one eye on this possible reset sometime in the near future that he ultimately took the one-year reboot out of uh, the game of coaching and in the game of broadcasting, and um, it didn't come together. I I think it has the potential to be a solid marriage. I don't know that Russell Wilson's going to be in the business of being someone we talked about as being worthy of Hall of Fame votes. I mean, not Hall of Fame. uh, MVP. MVP votes anymore. Um, But I don't think the lows are going to be as low and I don't think he's going to have some of the, the bottom of the barrel like performances week after week after week 
like we saw last year where there weren't checks and balances, where there wasn't an adult in the room, when there wasn't real accountability. And that's not just for Russell Wilson. That's for the young wide receivers. That's for everything that was going on with that offense, for, for how poor the tackles played, um, some of whom were making real money. So, yes, Bone, I think they'll be improved. The defense is pretty good. Could Denver be on the periphery or in the conversation for a wild card spot? I don't think it's out of the question. And I think Russell Wilson's going to find out pretty quickly that it's just about staying even keel. It's not playing hero ball. You know what I mean? It's not It's not the Hackett style of football. He was a little, little doughy, a little pudgy last year, Jason. And you see pictures of him now compared to last offseason. And he slimmed down a lot. And he talked about his offseason goals. Well, I want to have the best offseason of my life. And uh, these guys, uh, the team bonding, everybody that, that's uh, putting in the work, it's been amazing just – uh, the work ethic, the locker room, every guys, everybody's really tight. And I think um, ultimately, you know, we want to be our be the best version of ourselves. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, with with me too. You know, I want to be the best version of me, and I'm looking forward to the to the work of it all and doing that. He had to be embarrassed. Oh, and, and this is a Hall of Fame grace. caliber player. He was a punchline. He became a national punchline. Oh, he was, and quite frankly, a lot of that was <laughs> self inflicted. <laughs> yeah, self inflicted. Just. Uh, total lack of self-awareness, but that's neither here nor there. 16 touchdowns, 11 picks, 84.4 passing, 60.5% completion percentage. Uh, these are all career lows Absolutely. for Russell Wilson, and the offense was putrid. You got Corlin Sutton back, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler's there, uh, Greg Dolchich at Ravens. Uh, they, they had a nice uh, game with him. Yeah. But the defense is great. There's still some weapons. There's still some guys you can work with there. Now Sean Payton comes in, a motivated Russell Wilson. I mean, it's it's got to be a bounce back. Like you said, is he going to be that MVP guy? No, but I don't think he needs to be no. for this team to be successful. No. Um, look, they'll, they'll be smart about how they roll out, about how they boot, um, about putting Russell Wilson in situations where – um, there's going to be three relatively easy decisions for him to make. I also think Russell Wilson is going to be, frankly, holding on to the football and running a little bit more than we saw. I could see Sean Payton. Remember, this is the guy who was, was trying the uh, the thing with the kid from Air Force forever. Taysom uh, Hill. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's averse to playing the option game with Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be playing any option game in New York. That's That's for sure. Now, Nathaniel Hackett, he recently spoke about Aaron Rodgers' ability to play offensive coordinator at the line of scrimmage. He does it quite a bit. It's something that he takes a lot of pride in, and uh, it's something that, that we love to see because he takes advantage of certain areas on the field. Uh, it definitely puts a little pressure on the wide receivers because they can't ever just lock in on something that they're going to be doing. Uh, if the quarterback sees an advantageous look for something, he'll give you something very quick, and you have to have your eyes on him and eyes on the ball. So um, that's just kind of a process-oriented thing for those guys to get used to. Oh, he's got freedom. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do. He has complete autonomy. I mean, this isn't really Nathaniel Hackett's offense. It's part of the reason that Aaron Rodgers ended up in, in New York. It was one of the only places he wanted and one of the few places that wanted him because they already had this Bobo in place who 
Rodgers ran all over in Green Bay. Like, it's Aaron Rodgers will do whatever Aaron Rodgers wants to do. Nathaniel Hackett won't say boo about it. They better hope that defense is even better than it was a year ago. They better hope that Aaron Rodgers feels like playing football for four full months. I don't think he will. Um, they better pray. I guess he stays healthy, although even in healthy Aaron Rodgers, I don't think is going to be super productive there. Um, I just smell disaster. Dalvin Cook, four straight Pro Bowls. He's still trying to find a home. Oh, and unfortunately, yeah. that's work. life in the NFL for a running back, especially one that is 28 years old, coming off a year in which he rushed for nearly 1,200 yards, had eight touchdowns. But he's dealing with a shoulder injury. When are you going to be ready, Dalvin? Yeah, I, I got that done this offseason. I've been playing with it for the last few years. And it was one of those things where it's always in the back of my mind when I take a carry of how, you know, I can get through this next play and be – and be productive but now i just got it out the back of my mind and got it done and you know i'm right on schedule to to, to go be ready to play and you know i should be ready for, for training camp once my doctors clear me and it's i'm feeling great i'm i'm healthy and i've been training every day so i'm ready to go man just just tightening up the screws and making it sure their shoulders you know locked in that interview was on uh serious nfl and jason dalvin cook when does he land somewhere where a lot of people were talking dolphins early on? Well, yeah, I mean, look, I still don't rule out the bills. I, I know they have their salary cap issues, but I also don't know how robust this market's going to be for Dalvin Cook. And I, I get it. He's got a brother there, whatever. But um, Buffalo's in Super Bowl or bus mode. You know, Miami, I, I just don't know that that's where they feel like they ultimately have to spend money if they have one medium-sized swing left. Because the, the scheme is the star and because you bring McDaniel there because he could put anybody twitchy in the backfield and have him go for 1,200 yards, you know, in that tried-and-true Alex Gibbs outside zone scheme, which Dalvin Cook excels in, I get it. But do you really need a 30-something back making decent money doing that when you have some other potential needs? I, I don't know. Um, but I, I don't think that anybody's in a rush to sign him. And with his shoulder situation, I don't think he's in a rush either. Before we step out. I neglected to give my bone simulator Betfred Parlay. Good thing, good thing you remembered on your own. Bone. I did. Yeah, you didn't and, need any prodding from me and, during and the break. And the simulator, it's it's brought to you by Betfred. Download the app today. It's it's phenomenal. Jason, during the last time we did bounce back, fall back a couple weeks ago, and you said that it was going to miss five straight Betfred Parlays, yeah. and I nailed. My very next one. one. For so, one. so you're okay, whatever. You want me to step it up here? Yeah. How about this? Gunner Henderson Homer. I a bump. I'm, pu- I'm putting it in the parlay tonight. Gunner Henderson Homer and the O's money line over the Mariners plus seven ten. There we go. Put some money on That's it. That's the ticket. Gunner Henderson Homer. Orioles money line. I can never root against bone that bone. simulator parlay. Let's hope the bone goes two and zero. Brought to you by Betfred. Download the app today, people. What are you doing? Coming up next, the other birds of Baltimore, the Ravens. Lamar Jackson. Unfortunately, each of the past two years, he's gotten off to phenomenal starts, and then his play tails off, and then he's gotten hurt. Can Lamar Jackson have his best year, his most efficient year since his MVP season in 2019, considering all of the weapons around him? We're going to get into it next. It's Inside Access on the fan. Inside Access. 
Access on a fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 1057 The Fan. Severe weather alert. Torrential rainfall expected. Purple rain. Purple rain. Inside access to the castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. I told someone, like, man, I want to throw for like 6,000 yards with the weapons we have. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm, I'm not an individual award type of guy or stat watcher, you know. I just want to do that, you know, because no one ever done it. And I feel like we have the weapons to do it. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, 6,000 yards, Jason. Woo-wee. That's what Lamar Jackson wants to throw to. Of They'll course. build a statue of Todd Munkin if that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. Todd Munkin would be raving for life at that point. And Giro, I mean, oh, my could, goodness. Giro and his oh, vault would be 50,000 leagues under the sea. Oh, my gosh. Well, Lamar, of course, saying that in jest. But unfortunately for the Ravens, unfortunately for Lamar Jackson, there's been back-to-back years of the same story. Go back to 2021, first five games, 67% completion percentage, 1,500 yards, eight touchdowns, three picks, 9.1 yards per attempt, Jason. Then the next seven games before he got hurt against the Browns, 62% completion percentage, eight touchdowns, 10 picks, 6.3 yards per attempt. So that goes down by three yards. Then last year. First three games, 63.6% completion percentage, 10 touchdowns, two picks, eight and a half yards per attempt. And then the final nine games before he went down against the Broncos, 61.7% completion percentage, seven touchdowns, five picks, 6.2 yards per attempt. So you're at or near the top in yards per attempt where it's bombs away. It's it's evolution, oh, baby, yeah. is what Starts we're saying. Starts that way. And then the play just tails off significantly. I'm not putting it all on Lamar Jackson. The, no. the offensive line was garbage in 2021. The the receivers were not a good group at all last year. But he's not blameless either. No, it? heck no. Um, yeah, look, I, I think 
it's not going to look like 2019 for a multitude of reasons. That's not what they're aspiring to anymore. They don't want to be a revolutionary running team um, with the quarterback more active and engaged in the run game than maybe we've ever seen before. That's not what this is about. Um, I think ultimately what it's about more than anything else is scoring touchdowns, being effective in the red zone, and being an efficient pass game overall. High completion percentage, low interceptions. Um, I'm not, I don't get caught up in the yardage. I mean, with Todd Munkin, I guess maybe it makes sense to. I'm still not, not totally there yet, at least in the nation stage of this whole transition. And I'm not the biggest fantasy football guy in the world, but there's some entities out there that obviously this time of year you're doing projections, right, and how you would stack players, draft boards for fantasy football. And there's some people out there who I respect, and you kind of look at their models and what they project for Lamar Jackson. There's some on the high end, 4,500 passing yards, 38 total touchdowns, rushing and passing. Okay, others, 3,500 passing, 950 rushing, 26 pass touchdowns, maybe four to five on the ground. Some other projections, 3,900 passing yards, 825 rushing, 27 passing touchdowns, three to six on the ground. I mean, I think that's probably, you'd like to think, the floor. And for me, the ceiling is, I think, if he plays 15, 16 games, I think he can average over two touchdown passes a game with this group. I think 32 to 35 passing touchdowns, another maybe five on the ground that gets you to 40. I feel like that shouldn't feel or look or smell funky. Like, I think that's where they should be thinking. 4,000 passing yards? You know, uh, yeah. I mean, it could be more, sure. But 4,000 passing yards, upwards of 40 total touchdowns. I'll sign up for that right now. Let's go back a year ago. When we're doing similar exercises about what Lamar Jackson's season-ending stat line could look like when we're talking about this passing game, and you said it, yards, that's what's at, that's what, whatever. Touchdowns. Can this passing offense be efficient where they were abysmal in the red zone last year? They were yeah. terrible. And they got to be a heck of a lot better in order for him to hit those touchdown pass numbers, and I think they will be given the personnel. How is Odell Beckham Jr. going to be in the red zone? Mark Andrews, his last touchdown he scored was the Giants game, which I believe was week five. Yeah. And a big reason for that is defenses could focus in on him. Now he's going to be freed up. You got the tight ends. You hope that Bateman can help in the red zone as well. I think this offense is so much better suited to cash in inside the red zone as opposed to a year ago, and that will only help of course, Todd Munkin's offense. Well, look, I mean, I think if you think of it by position group, could he throw 21 to 25 touchdowns to wide receivers? I don't think that's crazy. You know, could Bateman and Odell and Flowers and Aguilar, could some of them have seven, some of them have five? Like, I think you could get to t- low 20s with wide receivers. Could you have 12 to 15 from that tight end group, including all three of them. I mean, Andrews might have 12 himself. I don't think that's crazy, right? Now we're into the mid-30s. Could he dump a few off to Dobbins or Ricard or whoever? Could the running back, fullback group have three to five right touchdown receptions? 
okay, like now you're getting me home, right? That's where I'm aspiring to be. And when you think about it as that sort of pie chart, that doesn't strike me as crazy town to be thinking that way in late June. Orioles, Mariners, first of a three-game series tonight at Camden Yards, 7.05 first pitch. Baltimore baseball tonight, Bob Haney. Oriole Hall of Famer Mike Bordick, they're taking over for us at 6. Mike Bordick is going to be joining us live at Pickles Pub. Come on out. It's starting to get packed. You're going to want to get a spot in here. Get out here now. Great food, great drinks. Coming up next, possibly, Rock Kabako. It looks like Brandon Hyde is meeting with the media as we speak. If he's done, we'll have Rock. If not, we're going to have our twib notes this week in baseball. The Reds. They got a sellout tonight, Jason. Cincinnati, yeah, they got the Reds fever right now. And the Pirates, there might be a big trade candidate for the the Orioles to go after in the pitching department with them going in a free fall. We'll tell you who that is next in TWIB. It's Inside Access, and we're broadcasting live from Pickles Pub on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you team bar soap or team body wash? Oh, that's a good question. I just think the bar soap cleanses you better. Yes. To be honest with you. Yes. Lock and Fora, Wyman, and Barbalace. I've always liked body wash. 1057 The Fan. Fraley yanks it to right toward the corner, and it is gone! Fraley lines it out of here, and the Reds are on top 5 to 3. You just want to watch. Ellie play the game and I you know we don't want to 
we don't want to put anything on him. We don't want to um, label anything. We just want to watch him do his thing and be Ellie De La Cruz, and that's uh, that's all he needs to do because he's a great great kid, um, very respectful, loves to play the game, and um, we're just going to let him go do his thing. That's Reds manager David Bell talking about the, the phenom, Ellie De La Cruz, and the Reds are red hot right now jason winners of 11 in a row and don't look now but yeah. they got a game and a half lead in the nl central that's that's all it takes is a good 10 12 day stretch and some other teams going in the tank and they go from basically close to last right down there with the cardinals to first going to be a fun team for a long time bone um they've acquired a lot of athletic um powerful young men and none more so than Ellie De La Cruz who's massive a huge kid who runs like the wind who throws the ball through brick walls and can hit the ball seemingly you know over the moon they've got to sell out tonight against the Braves that's a huge series we talked earlier in the show about Jason Stark's piece in the athletic about the O's the D-backs and the Reds and the way they're built for modern baseball the Reds lead the National League in stolen bases with 78. That's 20 more than they stole all of last season. No team in baseball has scored from second on a single more than the Reds, 67 times. Um, five players rank in the 90th percentile in average sprint speed, according to StatCast, and obviously De La Cruz, who you just talked about. He's the fastest man in baseball, 30.9 feet per second. Um I mean, he's basically a teenager bone. This is uh, feels a lot like Julio Rodriguez last year, although he's tailed off. Um, man, uh, I can't wait to see this kid with my own eyes on Monday. We'll see if the Reds cool down some over the weekend. But they are the best team in baseball right now, the hottest team. Reds are red hot. Pirates are ice cold. They have lost 10 straight. But Mitch Keller's still an ace. There's a chase. And a strikeout. Right again on 2-2. Swing and a miss. Struck about. Went back to it. Down and away that time. And then strikes him out looking. Four. Struck him out. And a called third strike. Five for Mitch Keller. Orioles saw Mitch Keller up close and personal mm -hmm. at Camden Yards in which he dominated them back in the month of May. Pirates five and a half games behind the Reds, and the division still is very jumbled. But we have another month plus until the trade deadline. They're looking more and they're more in a like free fall. Yeah. yeah, they're in a free fall. Um, they've already extended Cabron Hayes. They've already extended Brian Reynolds, who's now on the IL. That's a huge loss for them. I'm not sure they're going to get it done with Mitch Keller. And if they are falling way short of even who they hope to be, then I do have to wonder. If they're looking at pieces they could still spin off and get a lot in return for, Keller's the guy. I started talking about him early in the season. I think he has turned the corner. He doesn't have the postseason resume. He doesn't have the profile of some of these other guys who might be out there like a Giolito, um, like a Corbin Burns. But Bone, he's making $2.5 million this year. Two more years of arbitration control. Uh, sometimes the light comes on a little later. Only 27 years old. I think he's someone to definitely monitor, and that's a team to monitor over the next few weeks um, because the bottom might be falling out. A team 
with by far and away the biggest payroll in baseball, mm-hmm. talking about the Mets. They've been one of the biggest disappointments this season. 3-0, Bregman swinging and drilling. Deep left field and out of here in a hurry. Alex Bregman hits a laser beam right over that 19-foot high wall and left into the Crawford boxes. Verlander gives up the shot, and it is 3-0 Houston in the bottom of the third inning. Breaking ball hit towards the middle and through. Base hit between Lindor and second. That's into center field. Here comes Jokes around third and scores. Standing up with two outs, Jose Altuve with a ribby single, a dribbler up the middle. It is 4-0 Astros. Mets have lost four of five. They are 34 and 40, 14 games back of Atlanta in the NL East. Jason, could they be sellers? Bone, they're four (laughs) behind the Phillies, who have not had much of a season themselves, and those two teams have some huge baseball coming up. Four and six in their last ten. Losers are two straight. Joel Sherman of the New York Post, who often has his hand on the pulse of these teams, did write a column recently saying, I don't think they'll sell, but if they did... Here's who they could sell. I found the timing of that interesting. We've talked in the past about Buck Showalter's job security. Um, I don't think it's out of the question that they are a seller. Um, could they try to peddle big ticket items like Verlander and Scherzer? Maybe. I don't see the Orioles doing that. But what about David Robertson, who they're renting for $10 million for one year? He's not quite what he used to be, maybe, but he still has a 1.72 ERA, right? He's got 40 strikeouts and 31 and a third. Eight walks, a little high. Three home runs, you don't love that. But for $5 million for the second half of the season for some prospects, and you slot him in sort of with Colomb in that seventh inning role, I don't know. Could be interesting. Orioles, Mariners, first of a three-game series tonight at Camden Yard, 7.05 first pitch. We're broadcasting live from Pickles Pub downtown right across the street from Camden Yards. Baltimore baseball tonight. Bob Haney, Oriole Hall of Famer Mike Bordick taking over for us six to seven we're talking orioles baseball the rest of the show rock Cabaco, who covers the o's for mass and sports he is joining us next brandon hyde just met with the media provided an update on cedric mullins ryan mountcastle what's happening with michael gibbons jorge mateo he's been lost at the plate what did rock Cabaco hear during that press conference, he's going to tell us next. It's Inside Access on the fan. Inside Access. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Weinman. The Ginger Gorilla. Lock and Fora. JLC, it's built in. And Barbalace. T-Bone and his nonsensical amusement Woo. park. Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan. Orioles, Mariners, we're about two hours, 15 minutes, if my Towson education math uh, is correct. Their first pitch, Camden Yards, Baltimore baseball tonight. Bob Haney, Mike Bordick, who are both already here at Pickles Pub in. because they're consummate yes, professionals they like our next guest, and that is Rock Cabaco, who covers the Orioles for Mass and Sports in Rock Brandon Hyde just finished meeting up with the media about 5-10 minutes ago. He provided an update on Cedric Mullins and Ryan Mountcastle, who are both in the midst of rehab stints uh, at Norfolk. Uh, when could they possibly be back up in Baltimore? Yeah, it's not much of an update. I know they're not here today. <laughs> there was yeah. that. And, you know, I think there was some speculation that, okay, you know, they Mullins played both ends of, of last night's doubleheader part of game two, which we knew was going to happen. He wasn't going to play all nine innings or seven innings. But we, I figured that was a pretty good sign that he's ready. But Hyde said they're just still evaluating day to day. He didn't narrow it down any more than that. I wouldn't be shocked if Cedric's back this weekend. But we, we can't get him narrow it down any more than day to day. And, you know, he's, I think it's pretty quick. I don't know. They never gave an exact timetable. But the fact that he's already playing in games and, you know, he's, played a full game before that and then both ends of a doubleheader. It seems like he's pretty close, so he's not exactly ready. I don't know how much more he's going to have to do, but they he's not here today as far as we know. We didn't see him. We haven't seen Norfolk's lineup yet. So he's day-to-day with him. Mountcastle isn't hitting. doesn't have a hit. Still striking out, but the key thing yeah. is, too, so he has vertigo and he's playing. So that's a good sign in itself. But, again, uh, there's never been a timetable with him either, especially with Vertigo. I don't think one exists. He already had one setback that put him on the IL. So uh, day-to-day evaluation. Check back tomorrow. Um, do we have any more closure about the Sunday starter? I know it'll be Bradish's turn and um, leading up to uh, the weekend. The Orioles hadn't listed a starter. Hyde threw out there that Irvin's going to probably get another start. Where are we on that, and and are you surprised that Irvin's still here? Yeah, I mean, the the game no time would come out yet. I figured they'd give him another shot, but with the off days that they had, you know, surrounding that, you know, two-game race series, they certainly can play with the the rotation and have Irvin as another long guy out of the pen. Obviously, you know, capable of providing length, unless you really need a fourth left-hander. So we're still waiting. I just figured if it was definitely Bradish, they would have just said that in advance. I don't mm-hmm. know what you wait on that. Uh, you know, get Grayson just started like how many days ago, so I don't think he would be ready for a Sunday no. start. So we're waiting on that as well. Maybe there'll have to be um, some, some uh, clarity later today. But uh, for now, yeah, they're going CBA, and I think a lot of it is, again, because they can mess with that rotation with the off days. Rock, when – Ryan Mountcastle and Cedric Mullins do end up making their way back to Baltimore. Ryan O'Hearn and Aaron Hicks, you can't just have them ride the pine with how well they're playing. And Brandon Hyde, he talked about how difficult that's going to be. Yeah, he has. And, you know, he's still like a guy with O'Hearn, for example. It's kind of hard to sit him now. So, huh. you know, you're going to have to find ways to get him in the lineup. You, you know, he's not going to play every day once Mountcastle's back. 
but there are ways to do it because you can play the corner outfield. You've got the DH spot that's fluid. You can rotate guys in. They'll find ways, and the same thing with Hicks. He's not going to be their everyday center fielder anymore, but you got to hold on to him. So I don't know whether that's a bad sign for a guy like Josh Lester, if it's a bad sign for somebody like Joey Ortiz when you have to make room. And you hate to see the, a prospect on the shuttle. They try not to do that with too many guys, and Joey's become a shuttle guy all of a sudden. But there's just no way that you could just eliminate O'Hearn and Hicks with the way they're playing. I mean, they've just been too valuable. So I think they will find ways to try and rotate guys around, and especially if Mountcastle is not hitting still. Like, he's in a, what, four for 30 right now? So if he's really struggling when he comes back, maybe he sits a little more often, especially against tough right-handers. Um, I'm going to ask you another are you surprised question. <laughs> um, are you surprised that Joey Ortiz is not in this lineup tonight, whether at short or second, considering he can play both with a plum? And really, you could look at seven-game, 15-game, 30-game, and really season-long sample sizes now, and the offensive output from second base and shortstop, it's not even particularly close to league average. I just wonder what it takes for somebody else to get some sort of run there. Yeah, I figured with the right-hander starting for Seattle, we'd see more Frazier. But Brandon was also asked about Mateo, and he said that the defense that he supplies to him is making up for the problems at the plate right now, and he thinks that he's mm-hmm. you know, hit the ball pretty hard the last few games. He's ready to break out, which we've heard before. I think a lot of it goes back to the defense. I saw a stat somewhere that the middle defense for the Orioles, you know, numerically, defensively, rates pretty high. So I think they're just looking at that, that they're happy with what they're getting in the field from those guys. And I think Frazier's you know, expected batting average is probably 50 points higher than what it is right now, the real average. So for now, they're sticking with the arrangement. I don't know how much longer. We know Jordan Westberg. I thought you would have mentioned him by now. I know. <laughs> I was right about to, Rock. <laughs> there you go. I, I figured, it's like, what else does he have to do, you know? But you have to make, a, make room for him. And with a guy like Mateo, if you're thinking of trying to you know, drum up some trade interest. The value might be a little bit down right now, but I've, as I said before, there have been scouts that have been watching Urias and Mateo since spring training, anticipating one or both of these guys are going to be available at some point if they don't start trading the prospects because you got to make room for those guys then. So there are, there are teams looking at them, but for now they're sticking with what they feel like is, is plus defense from Mateo for short, shortstop. That's keeping him in the lineup more often than not. Well, Rock, let's let's just get to Jordan Westberg. You mentioned it at Colton Kowser. I'm sure you haven't been asked the question a billion times, but what more do these guys need to do? Do you see them being brought up within the next week or two? I mean, I, I'm going to be like Brandon and not provide a timetable. But, yeah, <laughs> there you I, mean, go. I, I don't I, blame you. Yes, I was asking the mailbag, will they play in the majors this year? I felt very confident to say, yes, 100%, we're going to see them just don't know when and again you have to make room so if you're going to bring up a calder then who's the corresponding move and i know a lot of fans will say ryan mckenna but that's a right-handed bat speed they love his defense he's a different type of player but if you bring up either one of these guys or both they have got to play they can't get the kyle stowers treatment or the joey ortiz treatment you bring them up they've got to be in the lineup and that's where you have to start making room again for them, uh, but I, I just feel like at least offensively, there's really nothing else they need to show, and Kowser's been impressive. But I've talked to scouts that didn't think he was a center fielder that now say he is a center fielder if you needed him there. And I think with Westberg, they did want to work a little on the defense more. I, I talked to a scout that thought he's better at second and third base than short. If that's the case, that's fine, because Gunnar Henderson's here, and they've got Orwin Ortiz, you know, if he stays on the club. So 
Uh, I, I don't know how much more these guys have to do. I think some of it right now might just be they're going to have to figure out ways to make room for them. Grayson Rodriguez um, was not as, nearly as dominant his last outing as he was the two prior, but he still wasn't awful. You know, and he still got his whatever eighteen swing and miss. Um, we're starting a stretch of sixteen games in seventeen days, weather permitting. Tonight, do you f- imagine he's back in the rotation? Maybe by the middle of next week, when he would be up again, or perhaps by next weekend. I think certainly it's it's, it's not going to be that far off because they even said this was more of a kind of a reset for him and it wasn't expected to be too long. As long as the reports are good on him, that they've got good fastball command, that's going to be huge. That was first and foremost what he needed to do. I, but as I've said before, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this, it is a little bit hard to evaluate a guy if he's yeah. dominating AAA hitters because those guys are going to chase where major league hitters don't. It's, you know, it's, it's different how you set them up. So, I mean, we would expect him to dominate. He, he, you know, he's not a AAA pitcher. He's above that. So, you know, what do you really take out of a six innings, one hit, you know, 11 strikeout type game? That's what he should be doing anyway. And the numbers certainly weren't there as last one. So I think you have to look beyond that and trust the people who are watching him. And if they say, look, a fastball command's great, uh, you know, he's, he's gotten past that. Some other things are kind of maybe working on. Then you bring him back up more so than just what the numbers say. Because, again, especially AAA lineups, not necessarily Norfolk, but most of it's kind of like top heavy and in the bottom four or five guys, you should be able to get him out anyway. There are very few AAA lineups that top to bottom are like a major league lineup. And, again, Norfolk is that really fun, interesting exception. He's Rock Kabako, covers the O's for Mass and Sports. Rock, thanks so much for coming on, as always. Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys. You got it. We got a Orioles-Mariners game coming up in about an hour and ten minutes. There's two hours and ten minutes. Pickle, I went to Towson. Same Jason, difference. give me give me some slack, man. Ryan Divish, we're going to get a Mariners perspective or a Mariners viewpoint from a Seattle perspective he is a beat reporter there covers uh the mariners for the seattle times we'll get ryan's thoughts on julio rodriguez his numbers dipped from the rookie of the year campaign last year what's been the difference any concern there we'll get ryan's thoughts next it's inside access on the fan inside access t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.